All right, everybody. Welcome to Yeah, But Still. Yeah, we, you were, why aren't you recording, Jack? I was missing the goal. Yeah. Well, it's me, your host, Tim Heidecker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, welcome. Tim's, Tim's here. We're, we're in my apartment. Tim has a cold. And he's, yeah, I was just he's, explaining to the guys my, this, the particulars of my cold, and then it was, re- it was discovered that you're not recording. Yeah. Yeah, you and yelled so at me pretty bad. Back up. Uh, yeah, Jack, yelled at me. Jack was getting scolded. Mm-hmm. Um, what we could do is back up. Yeah. Tim, like maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, back up like Mentally. thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. You were wondering what kind. Of, it's basically I'm on, let's say day day four or five of the cold. So okay. I'm oh, like you still have it. I still have kind it. Of. It's in my. It begins in my head with a very <laughs> congested, uh-huh. congested. You know, sinus headache. Yeah. Snot. Very congested is the is the only, you know is you know you understand word. it's yeah. blowing my nose. It's you're kind of laying out. out What's going to happen to me? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a preview of what, what's, to what's come. coming. Yeah. And then, you know, then it kind of goes south. It goes into the throat and it goes into the chest and then I have coughing Oof. and uh, <coughs> that kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it's never. And, and during the day, it's fine. But then at night before I go to sleep and then through the night, yes. I'm constantly being woken up by my tightness in my chest. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's something you just. Everyone goes through it. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets a cold, but it's not the kind of thing where I'm, I'm, I've got the fever and I've got the chills. Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, seasonal. We don't know. Right. I haven't gone to the doctor. I don't take <laughs> any medicine for it. Uh huh. Nothing. Not no like. No, over I don't the counter. do. I've been. Listen, I'm, I'm old enough. Yeah. That I know that nothing echinacea doesn't work, oregano oil doesn't work, yeah. neti pots doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Zinc doesn't work. Yeah. Nothing works mm-hmm. except time. Yeah. And passage Best of medicine. time. Yeah. You know, drink water, drink tea, sleep, you, sleep. Sometimes, like the first night, I took a, I took an Alka Seltzer night, uh, pill. Okay. Because <laughs> it just knocked you out, and then you yeah. can sleep at least. Right. So that's my advice to the young kids, because there's a lot of young people listening. There's sure. a lot of... This yeah. is a, more of a Generation Z podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? this is a real... Yeah, I've I've been saying that... The uh, co-host, who I don't yeah, know, is... is I consider myself to be Gen Z. A, a Zoomer yeah. pod. It's a Zoomer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going this around This is my advice. Town. Stop trying to go to, you know, Lassen's or Whole Foods or whatever and find these magical... Yeah. Preventative care, uh, preventative uh, medications. And just sort anything. of accept the past. Just say of time. that you're going to, unless you get some kind of infection. Yeah. Then you need to take some kind of antibiotics. Yes. Uh, but do not try to uh, use herbs and medicines and all kinds of homeopathic. Yeah. F- to get rid of a cold. That, they might be good right. for other things. We would have. Know, we would have figured it out. Yeah. Exactly. It's all snake oil. It's all. It's all snake oil. Well, anyway, welcome. Thank you for <laughs> coming on the pod, despite the illness. You're welcome. See, my energy is yeah. fine. That's no, good. I have energy, great energy. Great, great Had you not attitude. told me, I'd be like, who's this guy without a cold? <laughs> who's this healthy man? <laughs> who's this guy without well, a cold in my, my voice? Couch. I'm a little raspy. I'm a little... Yeah. I'm a little uh, No, I mean, I heard some, like, sniffling. <clears throat> it could be just like, oh, it's early, because this is an early day. Early, it's kind uh, of an early... Yeah, kind of an early Sometimes pod. Sometimes it takes a little bit of... Uh, but it's actually not... that. It's like 10 a.m., yeah, it's, this is like people have LA been at early. work. Like it's like it's early for like a bohemian podcaster yeah. lifestyle. 
This is that's the like, start of the LA. But this is like day. a morning zoo kind of. This would yeah, be late kind of for a, a morning zoo. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, I kind of. Um, yeah, I've been telling people. Yeah, it's kind of a. Kind of a morning zoo mm-hmm. zoomer yeah. <laughs> pod. It's yeah, kind of it's, yeah. We're Gen Z shock jocks. Yeah, these we consider ourselves to be Gen Z. It's kind of a yeah, Greta Thunberg shock jock. Yeah, mixed with <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Why don't why why don't I I would love because I do my own podcast yeah. Office Hours, yeah. which has been on hiatus and hopefully we're coming back soon. But um, why can't I just have a radio show? Like, why do I need to have a podcast? Why can't I go? <laughs> To uh-huh. a radio station and have a radio. You show. probably could. Uh, yeah. I just don't know what they are. Or you could get yeah, your own I mean, antenna. I would rather be on a, like someplace that already has the infrastructure. Set sure. Up. You know, a I'm w- sitting here. K- KCRW. The KCRW. Yeah, you can I mean, for sure you could, buy uh, an antenna on Amazon and just yeah. broadcast. Sure, but I mean, there must be studios that are just playing like garbage like they're playing zz top and right. acdc and maybe that's working good maybe that format's <laughs> yeah. working but give yeah. me an hour and a half on w's you know whatever yeah 107.5 give Get me the a, afternoon slot um you know tim heidecker for k-rock 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 yeah. would be perfect k-rock, let him, jack fm let him in there jack fm jack but that, FM. they don't have they don't have any kind of djs on jack well FM. jack fm is it's just like sort automated of, that's that's the programmed. algorithm. Uh huh. Jack FM surrendered to the algorithm right. years ago. Right. My dad fucking loves Jack FM. Yeah, that's his vibe for yeah. sure. Well, because it's all <laughs> they, <laughs> it's Jack. Jack FM always like uh, what's their whole thing? Like they're like oh the best of eighties, nineties, two thousands, and today. We but then it's it all. it's just Third Eye Blind. Yeah, <laughs> like that, it's just and like Aqualung. Yeah, Aqualung, Hell's Bells. They just, uh, yeah. you know, it's dad music, is what it is. Yeah, no, it's a. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm pro Jack FM, ultimately. Um, but yeah, fucking, uh, I mean, Mr. America in theaters. Mr. Right America now. in theaters uh, now. VOD. And mostly on. I VOD. watched it here. On yes. This. Oh, that's a nice way to experience. Did you enjoy? It? I loved it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I watched uh, it yesterday. He watched you it. Enjoy loved it. Yesterday. Do you guys are you familiar with the on cinema? Yes. Yeah, I know about <laughs> the I I like uh I'm familiar with the on cinema expanded universe mm-hmm. which is very ambitious. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I saw it sort of it it sort of is. Well, you have like like DKR. There's a lot of and tentacles to it. Yeah, there's like a lot of tentacles. Mm-hmm. Like I've it. seen it's, it. I haven't seen all of them and I got the sense from watching the movie that if I had seen all the on cinema universe, I'd be picking up on a lot more, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw, well, I was like at Adult Swim Fest last mm-hmm. year and you performed oh, right, yeah. as DKR. D- uh, Dakar. Dakar. Yeah, DKR is the EDM DKR version. is the EDM one. <laughs> Dakar is the um, right. rockers. Yeah. One. Yeah. And it's like anything. I think there is a, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of uh Yeah, like I remember the trial happening and sort of like checking in. But it's essentially a simple story that, you know, it's these two guys who, it's like the odd couple format or something. Yeah, you You and Greg. Yeah. Yeah. But it lives in these various media formats that I don't think there's anything else like it. If you could tell me something else like it, there, I just, there isn't. There's there's nothing like it. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. You're telling me. What else is it? Yeah. What else is there that's like that in any way? Yeah. I watched uh, Mr. America. My girlfriend's family was over and they're from the Inland Empire. Uh Uh-huh. And I like was like, hey, I'm going to watch this. We're interviewing this guy tomorrow. And I like gave them the whole preface of like, this is a comedy. Right. Blah, blah. 
and they like like her parents her parents yeah but they were watching it and like could not they just thought it was a real documentary <laughs> like about well, a guy and then but you could laugh like, at that guy if it was a real documentary. no yeah too, like they were giggling right. and stuff but like right. i kept <laughs> they knew some of it like i think they thought i was watching it as a joke and right. it was a real documentary but right. like it's so <laughs> it's so plausible like that guy your character and it is so plausible that it's like it really just c- could feel like a you know we also treat it like a real documentary like it doesn't mm. wink very no. often in no. the s- in the style and the tone of it and but I, uh, yeah i think it works whether or not you've seen on cinema yeah that we tried to yeah. structure it that way i mean when we went out to do it, we weren't intending to release it the way we released it. Right. It was it was made basically just like the trial was or any other. Thing you made it do. in like three days, right? We made it in three days. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Which is, <laughs> I was. Laughing. I think it. Sh- I think it should be, you know, a, the subject in many film school classes. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. in the future, because I remember when I was in film school, we talked about Robert Rodriguez's. Uh, El Mariachi mm-hmm. and how this guy made this movie for $20,000 or something, yeah. or, you know, something uh, r- like a tentpole movie for how to that, you know, independent filmmakers can make can make films and you don't need a big studio. But um, anyways, we made it for for online for Adult Swim just to, cut, you know, it's like an extension of the trial extension of the story. And uh, it when our editor showed us the first pass, he was like, I've got a two hour cut. <laughs> yeah. I think you guys are going to be happy with, you know, and, uh, Nathan Fielder, we showed it to like six people that we trust and love and work at. Absolutely. And, and they were just like, what are you doing? Throwing this up online? Like you can't, this, this feels like a movie. And if right. you put it up on the internet, it's just going to be like, Lost. So people are going to miss it. Yeah. yeah. Not, not so he said, is there any way you can take it back from Adult Swim or buy it back or do something and try to just put it out as a movie? You know, because he's like, this should have a trailer and it should have a poster and it should have reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. things that like that cube, you know, we're sort of regretting the fact that there are reviews of it, but um, <laughs> we can talk about that later. But Well, yeah, there's, um, that, there's definitely like there's movies that like shouldn't be reviewed or movies where it's like. Oh, the reviewer should just like skip that one. Yeah, it's just not a you know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there are, there were some really good reviews from made from legitimate places yeah. that that got it. I would. It's just confusing that there's like doesn't seem to be a ton of intellectual curiosity yeah. from these people when they just right. take it as like. And also, I just I, mean, I don't know what it is like. Just because this was made for a certain fan base i guess or it was made yeah. for it, it it has its own audience or something but doesn't don't a lot of things also have that and yeah, yeah. they're treated more legitimately i mean yeah like, marvel yeah like I mean, any yeah, the marvel stuff <laughs> any marvel movie any uh yeah people are yeah, saying you need you to know, watch 30 movies before you understand avengers yeah like yeah yeah so it's the same i don't shit. We're, we are we're smaller in numbers for sure sure we have much but um, I think like our audience is so great. They make they're so they're full of like people that are going to be making stuff in the future. Yeah, you know? like mm-hmm. they yeah. they already are making stuff. Like they right. make songs and they make art. They make yeah. like you know their own podcasts about the show or their yeah. own thing. You know, so it's like the right audience to have. I yeah, think. no, absolutely. You know? No, everybody I know um, 
that is uh you know like an on cinema diehard mm-hmm. is also like an incredible like video this, editor yeah. or like you know this this and this yeah it's like the, um, the velvet underground thing where all <laughs> yeah. the people that like the velvet underground i mean started bands yeah i like having i mean i feel like uh i don't know like i i, I like having like a fan base that is like creative in some capacity sure yeah we're like i mean i can't photoshop for shit so right. it's yeah, he it's makes nice to it. like yeah I'll, just crowdsource the shit yeah like I'll just sort of like wake up and be like hey can anybody like mm-hmm. Photoshop blank blank and blank right, and right. then in ten minutes there's like yeah. a bunch of you know and you pay them appropriately uh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. you're paying them yeah um it's there's all W nine form it's union yeah it's yeah. union work yeah um yeah I send them a, <laughs> yeah I send them a ten ninety nine PDF but um, anyways we we. We had originally cut it just for the audience of the show, and then we kind of recut it so that you you know if you didn't know everything, it was. I just we just felt like if you were watching a documentary on Netflix, chances are you don't know anything about that subject. Yeah, you know if you watch like a murder mystery or Mm -hmm. something, you would watch it because you heard it was interesting or the trailer looked good, but you didn't know who any of the people were. Mm -mm. You didn't know what they were doing, what their motives were, or anything. So. We just approached it like, hey, if you're tuning tuning into this, we could lay out the story in a way that was interesting. But yeah, there are going to be jokes in in it that are specific to the world but yeah right i was laughing at a lot of the sillier stuff and it just like i was i couldn't stop laughing at the car you're driving around yeah what was it like a ford <laughs> like uh a ford bronco or explorer explorer like a 90s yeah. like, a, like a 98 ford explorer yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a white one too Those are producers it, it, oh, it was, oh so it was like yeah. authentic yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why i was like i wasn't sure if they specific if they specifically picked it it would be extremely funny choice like a craigslist car or something i think you know we certainly we're aware of the comedic value of it. Yeah. We're glad to have access And just the to cut, it. the cut of your, the suits you were wearing around, yeah. like every single suit I really enjoyed, which yeah. I don't even know. It's like, you know, it's like kind of like a Trump tailored suit. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> very long in the leg. Yeah, right. you can't like, y- unless you're a tailor, you couldn't really He's point got, out what's wrong with it, but it's just like, there's something not <laughs> yeah, right something about off. this suit. <laughs> like it's a little. You He's don't see a lot of guys ties. running for office in brown suits. Like th- that, no. that, yeah. that tone brown. Mm-mm. But, uh, um yeah and it, well it is i mean i do think it's very it's timely and timeless beautiful you know? beautifully said there's no uh because you know said. you never actually say trump trump's name right no but it's like sort of about the climate well it works like, locally too because right. that was the other funny experience of watching yeah. with them because they were like um they're like wait he he was a accused of murder he murdered people like they kind of <laughs> would ask that but like not in a way not in like a shocked way they're just kind of like oh that's yeah. that sort of fact? plausible yeah because yeah, right. there's like a lot of guys <laughs> there's guys like that yeah just it's like he wa- may or may not have done a couple murders right. um yeah but he's, he's running for office well um, we also have the vaping stuff in there that sort of dovetailed with the with you know it was in the sh- it was in the backstory of the show but then you know the past month or two it's suddenly yeah it became the front page of yeah. the newspapers and kids dying from vaping and you know, yeah it's, right. it's, it's funny well, how you could like sometimes just pick random stuff and then it could sort of like wills itself into existence sometimes yeah <laughs> like, i mean we, i wouldn't use the word random well not but, random uh, but, you know. because it was out there in a way yeah we're paying attention to, i think greg's always paying attention to when like you know he would be like have you noticed all these kids overdosing at these edm <laughs> festivals mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. like who's 
and he would write, you know, Diplo on Twitter. Being right. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, where, where are the safety uh, maneuvers going? You know, how, yeah. is anyone monitoring this? Like, you know, we're we're actually a bunch of, we're pretty, uh, yeah, I've, d- I've pretty seen much like a party lot of pooper Neil type. Hamburger um, <laughs> Diplo stuff. Yeah. I mean, you got into it with uh, the Death Grips fans. I get. I mean, kind not of. in any not really. real way. Not in like a. You yeah, know. I can't remember what did I do. I said because <laughs> <laughs> I get. I I have a big problem with like. Yeah. Not understanding why some things are popular. Sure. Yeah. Mostly why my shit isn't beloved <laughs> by the entire world. <laughs> Yet it's so. I understand that it's it's divisive because it's so personal sure and it's just i'm not trying to please anybody yeah. but then when i don't please everybody i'm confused yeah <laughs> yeah but uh-huh. the only reason i feel that way i think is because it's like the more audience we have the easier it is to keep making stuff yeah right? the, the more leverage the more power yeah. exactly um, but death grips more freedom i probably just went on some rant about i don't remember it was probably that guy uh what is that guy that reviews Anthony Mantano, who I um, who I ended up having a nice talk with, a nice uh, yeah. He's been on the show. He did the show, and yeah, we had a nice chat, and um, it, yeah, I guess it was just like he loves Death Grips. I couldn't understand what the hell. Death <laughs> well, Grips I don't was. understand it either. Uh, well, I mean, as a you know, I'm friends with him too. Right. Who? We, me and Anthony. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know. I, you I don't, don't understand. I don't like his, Death Grips. He's like obsessed. I don't think with I even have an grips. opinion of it. I just probably right. heard ten seconds of it and said, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't." This is probably well, that not was, something I would when I to. saw it. Like I saw the video of you talking about um, Death Grips, and it just it <laughs> but sounds, what is it? The video? Like what is it? It was from some office clip hours? from Office yeah, Hours. Yeah. But I think it's like oh, that's that's mine. Oh, um, but it was like a uh, it's you talking about <laughs> Death Grips, and it it's it's pretty clear that you're just like. You don't care. Yeah. Right? You're just like joking and you're yeah, just yeah. saying stuff to say stuff. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, a bunch of their fa- their fans are very like passionate right. and very like online. Well, people so. get really mad when when I express my opinions, as, as I guess they would <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's really pathetic to hear Tim go after these guys. You know, what a sad, uh-huh. sad. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, what was this thing on Twitter that made I almost wrote back? about this but yeah. it was you know you sort of stay out of some things one was it here's what it was when it, this is a little may, maybe in the weeds of politics but no, no, i think no. everyone everyone a lot of people probably noticed this when tulsi gabbard and hillary clinton had their little oh, fight. oh yeah and yeah. there's this and somebody it was one of the squad uh oman ilan ilan omar omar yeah. She replied to it with that, with one of those gifts where it's just like someone going, you know, the gift where it's someone going like, what? You know? Yeah. Because uh-huh. Cory Booker had done that too. And this guy I follow named Max Blumenthal, who's kind of a, he's a, a very anti, uh, how do you explain this guy? He's, he's very uh, left wing, but very anti-American imperial. Uh, so he's like sure. really a, against Hillary Clinton in a lot of ways. Sure. Yeah. For, for probably some good reasons. But his reaction to, to the woman from the squad was, this is your entire, this is your f- entire reaction to, to, the, to this thing? Right. Was this gif? And it's sort of like, no, this isn't. Right. This is just Twitter. This is just a moment yeah. on Twitter that she just sent a gift yes. out. This isn't her <laughs> position on whatever that yes. controversy is. This isn't her point of view on it necessarily. Right. It's just a it's just like a fart. Well, yeah, it's an inherently reductive right. platform. Yeah. And so like yeah. when I 
bloviate about whatever. It's right. certainly not my f- the, fi- the final position I have on something or like yeah. the only thing I think about. It's like we're full of like contradictions and yeah. um, regrets about bullshit we say. And also, yeah. if it's on my stupid live radio show that I do for 2,000 people that uh-huh. nobody cares about, <laughs> that I do for free, for fun. Uh-huh. Or a tweet. It's just like this isn't. Yeah. This isn't encompassed well, that's the way like, I, I think like about it's something. It's gotten like perceived to be more real because I, when I first started using social media, especially trying to be funny, I would like intentionally embarrass myself all the time right. and try to make people mad. Yeah. And it never bothered me at all, and it was always fun. Um, I don't do that as much anymore. Yeah. I don't, it feels like more literal now. Well, yeah. On Twitter, I just make I I don't post opinions. I just like. Right. Post jokes and just kind of like leave yeah. it alone. Like I'd it's rather the, just like the wise move. pop in and just right. sort of, I don't know. And I also like, I used to have like twenty thousand tweets on there, mm-hmm. and so many of those are just like ephemeral thoughts that mm-hmm. like don't need to exist forever. So I just like wiped out. You, you, you delete, I just like wiped out delete. everything, but the only kept the hits. You don't stand. Only have like eight hundred something. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, why? Why does that need to exist forever? I mean, I know? wouldn't even take the time to delete things because that's how much it doesn't matter to me. Right. So I need to like, start a company to delete tweets for people. I feel like it's a service. It that exists, needs to be done. I think. I, oh, but for I them to do the it for you, it, but yeah. Oh, yeah. The acid wash. Yeah, exactly. Right. Acid wash your tweets. Yeah, yeah fixer. Kind yeah, because I had to like download my archive. Yeah, I'll do it for it you. I'll do well, it. Well, I had thing a thing happen last year, or so two years ago, maybe now, with with these alt right loons, mm-hmm. where they made a tweet of mine oh. about like bringing a bike chain to a to a you know antifa rally oh. or something like. Don't forget <laughs> to bring your your bike chain. Yeah, your bike lock or something, mm-hmm. something, something like inspiring violence kind of thing. Right. Like that, I was saying people should go out and fucking hit people over the head with bike locks or something. Jesus. And they made this, you know, it was just a, it was just a JPEG yeah. of a tweet that looked like I wrote it. Yeah. And that just gets put out and it gets like disseminated. Did it get on, like picked up by? Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. It wasn't on CNN or anything like that, but <laughs> right. it was sort of just like it was just treated as like. There you that was something I said. Yeah. And uh there's no of course, if I had said that and then they they would say, Well, you just deleted it. You know, there's right. no so there's no record of me. It's sort of impossible to say I didn't send that. Yeah. Because, you know, if oh, I if right. I if I uh didn't if it's not on my timeline, it just means I deleted it, right? And someone oh. someone screen capped it. Right. So God <laughs> it's damn. just like you can't yeah, win. Yeah, real, real catch 22. That was a wild time, though, too, with the alt-right. I mean, they're coming mm-hmm. at Vic Berger really hard, too. Yeah, they do. But there's just nothing that ever comes to it, except, sure, there's probably a group of people that just think I said that tweet, or they think of mm-hmm. something about me that's not true, but it's not... It's not I've, I mean, I, I haven't... Uh, nothing really significantly bad has happened to me because of whatever yeah. that... And I think the same is true for Vic, except... Somebody did show up at Vic's house. Yeah. You know, Insane. like, uh, but that guy kind of was turned out to not be very threatening. Or what happened there? Is I it don't, like, just like he just showed up? I don't remember. I don't. Yeah, he just like, showed up. Plan? It was like one yeah. of these, <laughs> yeah, I don't. one of these disciples of Gavin McGinnis showed up. Oh, and no. Vic like basically scared him away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we should be talking about this without Vic here. Yeah, you should definitely have him on as a guest. Well, yeah, no, we we've want been, to. Yeah, oh, yeah, we've I've I've thrown out the. He was like waiting for something to come out that mm-hmm. you know, 
you know. very elusive. Yeah, let's He's, get him on. Let's get him on. But yeah, let's get him on the phone right now. Let's get him on the phone. Um. Um. Anyways, I'm yeah, ranting. I don't even know if we should. You no, know, it's all steer it. <laughs> we're no, good. We're good. We're good. Um. No, it's all good. We were just talking about. Yeah, I mean, Twitter is a. Uh, what I okay. What I don't like is how many people are on Twitter all the time. Like, oh, like another day on the hell site. Right. And then, like, do, like, fucking, like, 30 tweets a day. It's right. like, then get off the computer. Get off. Just get off the computer. There's so many people on there whose whole thing is like, man, like, I sure do hate Twitter. Uh, having a normal one, like. I think it's. The it's politician yeah. got corn cobbed or whatever. And, like, it's all so, like, homogenous. Everybody's. Yeah. Then, yeah. Everyone has to the same. jump on a, like, something will get steam yeah and then everyone has to jump in with a joke or a yeah everybody's doing the t- same it. 10 drill formats or putting like yeah. a picture next to another picture right and it oh, just that reminds me and i'm too lazy to do this do you guys watch succession yeah and do you watch Jack does. righteous gemstones yeah i love righteous gemstones well why isn't yeah. there a thing online about the c- the connection be- the the similarities between yeah. those two shows there's a lot it's i love it i mean it's and it's yeah, totally. and also back to back like time slots too. I yeah. watch them next to each other because you've got the patriarch, you've mm-hmm. got John Goodman, and then you got uh, the Ro- the father. What's his yeah, name? Roy, the, uh, the main guy. Something Roy. Then you got the three siblings. Yes. essentially. For, I mean, there's it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Adam Devine is is Roman. You've got the sister is is Shiv. Yeah, and the shit and Shiv's in on the gemstones. The sister has the sort of cucky yeah, there boyfriend. Are, yeah. Right? And, uh, you know. It's, there's, a, there's a bunch. There a, are a lot. One. Yeah, I've only watched Righteous Gemstones, but oh. I loved it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, man. Those guys are so they good. They really ramped it up. Those oh, la- it's, last and it's also laps. like not even that. Like, it's really funny. But it's yeah. just a good show. That, it's just right. really well. It's really, it's like a bit of a Coen Brothers kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Wanna, Baby uh, Billy. Done it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who Baby Billy Baby Uncle Billy mm-hmm. is in the succession world. Maybe he's I know who he is. He's the uh he's the father's uh brother. Who, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Trying to there you go. Yeah, maybe it, you know, both on HBO too. I'm I'm sure they noticed it. It's I mean, so they had to have. This is the thing I was like, why isn't that on Twitter? Why don't you do those? <laughs> uh, so why isn't there a why are you guys piece talking on about, that? Why are you guys talking about this? Why aren't we, we talking about Mr. America? Why isn't hashtag Mr. America the thing <laughs> everyone's talking about? Um, why don't people aren't Why aren't people excited about the on cinema universe <laughs> in the same way they're talking about mm-hmm. uh, Syria? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Uh, yeah, you should tweet that. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Just yeah. Just throw that out into the world. Uh, no context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without the context of a of a conversation. Right. Just sort of like put that thought. Well, yeah, into, where's into the, the think piece about the how Mr. America is more interesting and important than what's going on in Syria this week? <laughs> um, um, I wanted to ask you. Well, please yeah, fire gonna, away. This is no, a good time gonna, for questions. I was gonna probably, without you know, it doesn't even need to be said. But me and Brandon, obviously, both very inspired by Tom Goes to the Mayor and oh. awesome show when they came out. I think yeah. we're at like the perfect age for it too. We're just comp- well. I mean, I I. Talked. I. I mean, we have pictures of you in the shirts in high sure. school. I've wow. seen those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you guys grow up? Chicago suburbs of Chicago oh, okay. for me. DC. DC. Yeah. I mean, w- well, I was like, gonna, oh, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. No, go ahead. So you guys are Brandon, fans. Please. 
Yeah, but we've also, you know, yeah, me, and, me and Tim have worked, you know, I we've know, worked no. together. Oh, no, yeah, you <laughs> guys are peers. We've been in, a, you know, Pierce. we've been in one sketch. No, yeah. but um, together. <laughs> I mean, I th- people ask you a lot of the same stuff in interviews, I think. But I was going to ask, um, what's kind of like, what were you into before both of those shows? Mm. Like, um, like your peers, I guess. Because, I mean, we know Doug. Yeah. We know a lot of the people that kind of like helped make that show. But yeah. what was kind of the extended universe? Uh, what was I into? Yeah. Like comedically? Comedically or art wise? Um, I mean, I grew up with like very, you know, there wasn't a lot of options. There was, I got a scam likely coming in. Uh oh. Should we take it? Yeah, scam likely. What's up? Hello? Thank you for choosing Visa, MasterCard, and Max and Discover Card. We would like to reward you as you have been making your payments on time for the past six months or more. We are excited to inform you that you may qualify for 0 to 6% interest on your credit card debt. Nice. If you still owe more All than $3,000 right. on your credit card debt, you are one step closer to oh, fuck it. Yeah, I thought, um, it, would, I thought it was going to be a, a guy. Yeah, so... Not a, not a robot. Let me see. What was I into? You know, I grew up watching Saturday Night Live and Abbott and Costello and the Three Stooges and <laughs> whatever was available to me. You know, I just loved comedy. I loved anything. SCTV. SCTV was on uh, Nick at Night, and that was like an important show for me. Um, the, you know, but all, all the Christopher Guest movies were big. Yeah. Andy Kaufman, finding him in college. And... Um, there was uh, David Byrne, like the movie True Stories was a big movie for me. Oh, there it is up there. Yeah. One of my favorites. Um, yeah. So Eric and I were like never thought about comedy as something we were going to be doing. It was just like we were in we were kind of we were in film school. We took like photography classes. We we were into like it sounds very pretentious, but we were like art. Yeah. Nerds, you know, we were kind of artsy, played a lot of music, but we also like. You know, after, you know, after 10 o'clock at night, we would like drink 40s and make prank phone calls and, you know, make videos that were insane and start fake bands and do like creative, creative uh, artsy things that that were funny to us. Yeah. So we weren't. But then there was like comedy with a K that was on TV Mm -hmm. that was like Friends and Frasier and uh the, the night at the improv with a brick wall. Right. And that just didn't seem like anything we were ever going to touch or be near. It just didn't see, it, there wasn't anything close to what we were doing really that we knew about, except Mr. Show was something that we're like, Ooh, those guys are feel so like something new about, it was like comedy, but it was dangerous or it was, it was, they cursed a lot you know <laughs> they it would they talked about it was on hbo so it was like a little it was a little more adventurous and so that was sort of inspiring we we're like oh we could kind of make these little shorts and it w- it, we could play them for friends or we could show them before bands and but it just it, in philadelphia where we were there was the there was a comedy there was a comedy club there was one of those comedy sports places you know, it was like oh, the yeah. whose line is it anyway? Sports with a Z. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. And there was nothing like, nothing to cater to what we thought was funny. And so we just kind of did our own thing, made our own stuff. But yeah. there wasn't really any contemporaries. That's why it's, I mean, when we met people like Doug and Jonathan Kreisel and 
a um, couple other people no we were all like out in the wilderness we didn't know we didn't have any like connections to the business beyond the one guy odenkirk who we sent our stuff to and he dug it and helped us out but what about like tv carnage and uh like TV everything carnage, is terrible and stuff like that well tv carnage we were fans of uh derek beckles the video the dvds that yeah. he made for vice and we certainly uh were fans we didn't know him i don't think we knew him we might we eventually met him out here yeah and became buddies but we did not know uh we weren't like working on stuff together we weren't like hanging out talking yeah. about you know like in like there's spielberg a, and uh and lucas <laughs> yeah. yeah no <laughs> but we, we definitely looked loved those dvds and watched them and talked about them and referenced them when we were making our shows yeah i mean my know. friends were like downloading pirated like you know multiple pirated versions of those not yeah. even knowing where they came from it just like but kind of word it of also, mouth. We, there was that but we also eric and i had a tradition of um f- just t- uh, tape swapping and there was a guy in philly who collected all kinds of bootleg yeah. tapes and you know you'd have the chuck berry piss tape and you have uh <laughs> just all sorts of weird Wait, what's shit. the chuck berry piss tape well just look it up <laughs> <laughs> i need not explain it more but all kinds of weird stuff and then when we started working with chrysal and doug those guys brought their favorite tapes mm-hmm. in and we just started like collecting stuff and growing up there was always local tv local commercials and mm. and uh not even cable access. People always talk about cable access, but I didn't really know. I didn't really have experience with cable access in my life. I just yeah, had sure. small market local TV was was always like something we referenced. Yeah, I think I don't know when I first saw the show. It was like you know mind blowing. But then as I as time went on, I'm like, oh, I you know I could see clear references in right. this, and it actually makes more sense. Yeah, and not in a bad way, in a very good way. But it's like, oh, I actually. Yeah. This wasn't just like random. I think yeah, that's very weird... little of it was totally out of nowhere. A lot of it. I mean, and then there was the Internet. So like YouTube was there or not, the, YouTube was there when we started making awesome shows. So you could but it finally wasn't like it is now. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. No, I mean, yeah, the, the well, like I remember Tom Goes to the Mayor came out when I was in sixth grade. Wow. Like pre YouTube. But I remember, uh, yeah, like coming to school the next day. And like freaking out, really? Because I was like, I don't know what I just watched. Just because like it looked weird. <laughs> the animation was like it really did something I hadn't seen. Yeah, and I think it was like the the like Michael Ian Black episode. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, yeah. The rip, yeah. Did a dip dip or something? Right. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we were making that stuff up as we went along. Pretty much, we didn't know what what right. we were doing. I mean, it was that was. Out of everything we've done, I think that's the hardest thing we ever did. That is show. Tom, really? You know, just because it was just, it was a, it was a pain in the ass to make the show. It just yeah. was. It was uh, hard. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know how to really tell stories. Uh, we were just throwing stuff at the wall and yeah. also using everything we had, <laughs> you know, from our brains that from the past six years as we were trying right. to make stuff and. Oh, that was something I had just remembered was I had a computers and art class. Yeah. And I had Googled, like, how to make yourself look like a Tom Goes to the Mary <laughs> oh, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's not I, that hard. Right. It, it, it turns wasn't, out it it's, was, like a, it's like a filter in Photoshop. Right. You know, like. No, I figured it out pretty fast. Right. Yeah. But, Updating your MySpace picture. But, yeah, I but definitely, like, like. It was a handmade show in a lot of ways with. Yeah. With a couple very, very small animation department, like three people. 
mm-hmm. and and an editor and a couple editors and they were learning i mean it was not so laborious for us except it was stressful because it was like our first show and it was the first opportunity we had and it was it was like fig learning how to what's funny about it on as you're making it but yeah. it was a time intensive process for the people that worked on it making these right. stills animate in the in this sort of made up way and yeah these backgrounds that had to be drawn and had to be it was it gives me it gives me a <laughs> little anxiety thinking about those times right. yeah. it was just it was also Eric and I were not cartoon heads like we mm-hmm. were not yeah because like, you could see then we went on and made awesome show we were we felt a little limited like even yeah. if Tom goes to the mayor we were already introducing video segments like right. pretty early on because we were just like itchy about like yeah getting you know, out yeah we want to make all right. kinds of stuff we we don't want to just make this cartoon yeah um something we've talked about before is like there's a lot of like people imitated awesome show like quite a bit and it extended sure. to kind of to like even you would see it like sort of replicating advertisements even oh yeah yeah Was well there- I mean we talked about that with Doug mm-hmm. oh yeah I, we did talk I about do that think Doug. that Doug is sort of at least like well I mean you had directed some of those commercials right like early on the real the beginning commercials? of that wave yeah 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 right. yes yeah some of them and but like and people who like know always like trace it back to like oh this is a timid Eric ripoff blah 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 but I think that like Doug gets excluded from yeah, that well, narrative. Yeah, well, I always entirely, say that like Tim and Eric is a term that doesn't necessarily just mean me and Eric. It's right. Like, yeah. Obviously, it's a kind of a quote unquote thing. Yeah. That has a lot to do with not just me, but and not just Eric, but Doug and Kreisel and uh, yeah, John Mug- like just the, you know the crew that made that early show. That was right. a very collaborative effort. Yeah. It was not just. Yeah. I just read this book about the making of 2001 and you know it was stanley kubrick was get got all the credit for all that and yeah a lot of it's deserved and he's a genius mm-hmm. but there were geniuses working with him that made all those things actually happen yeah <laughs> you know I mean? yeah of course and they're in the credits and most people that know how things get made can look at the credits and realize oh these people are also a big part of what makes something good or bad right but um yeah tim and eric is just to me it it i have very little personal connection to that to that term yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean well it's not i was gonna ask if it was like a challenge kind of like between seasons kind of changing it up and staying current with it you know to staying current with or kind of being ahead of the curve i guess because i felt like there was a lot of we never you never even never, consider it i don't think so i think we would just like think about what was funny to us what made us laugh what was doable i don't I think the only thing that you know, and Eric was probably better at this than me was sort of gauging like the tone of uh, like, oh, th- this show's getting dark. We're getting dark. Mm-hmm. And we would either like like that or try to pull back from that, but never like sort of measure it up to what other people were doing or what other people were saying. What, what do you think you mean by dark? Like just uh, sketches towards the end were like uh, ham where it was like a guy. It was a it was a a guy with a gun in his mouth because he couldn't pay the mortgage <laughs> and it was this great actor i can't remember his name he was on like deadwood and stuff i can't remember his name right now but and it was and then uh it was these two great actors that were like he was about to blow his brains out mm-hmm. and then his wife is like dinner's ready and she comes <laughs> he comes in and and she's making what he thought was lamb and he goes lamb we can't afford <laughs> lamb and he pulls the gun out again and the guns up and he's like 
And then there was just like, it was just dark. There was like another family table scene where it was like these two people talking about divorce and it was like all about, it was all about these heavy things. Literally dark. Yeah. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. That's what I mean by dark, dark, just sort of not fun. Yeah. (laughs) Which we liked. It was just like the show just went naturally in that direction. Um, we normally don't interview well, people, but I have all these <laughs> questions popping oh, in my yeah. head now. Go ahead. Well, Brandon, uh, go no, ahead. what was that one? What was the one sketch where the parents' kid asked asked him to be cut out? Oh, that was um, yeah. It was one of these. One of the like uh, the it was uh, the Pierre, your dad. Yeah, 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 it was Pierre. this thing where he was put on this this he was, mm-hmm. had this dream. It was like his dream, and it was him hanging out with this kid with his dad, and they were barbecuing <laughs> and eating meats and he was rubbing cream all over his body the pierre was rubbing dream cream on his body (laughs) and and it was just uh absurd and it was like we put this it was a kid and his dad and they're barbecuing and like you know to us it was it and you know this was 10 years ago you know and it was not something we ever thought about as, as sort of like um about pedophilia or it wasn't you know we didn't think it was about this guy pierre <laughs> having sex with the kid yeah it was not that at all it was like he was thinking was, about their their dad it was like how cool it would be to hang mm-hmm. out with this dad i yeah. want to you know, i want to get to know your dad right which is to us just stupid and absurd <laughs> and a device to do funny things mm-hmm. in you know to to talk about barbecuing rotten meat and um <laughs> i want to read books with your dad whatever it is like but um the parents saw the somebody, a friend of the parents saw that sketch yeah. when it aired and called the mom and said, have you seen this? Cause when we were shooting this, it's all on green screen. Right. It's all like yeah. out of context and you mm-hmm. don't see how it gets changed later. And our editors are just trying to make everybody laugh trying to make us laugh. So there's just like yeah. that, that, that cream is squirting everywhere. The hot you know, the dream are like cream flying is, into and, and of course, mouth, upon right. reflection, you could look at that and go, oh, this is so inappropriate to have a uh-huh. kid in this sketch, you know? So as soon as somebody complained about it, we we went into the project uh-huh. and took the kid out and put in like a file. Like a cartoon like kid. A, like a, yeah, just yeah. like a stock image of a kid. Yeah. You know, it was the only time someone ever kind of like complained about how they were yeah. perceived in a sketch. And as soon as somebody did, we dealt with it. But, Right. You know, is that in this is age, that the only time it's happened? I think so. Yeah, wow. the only time anyone's contacted us and said yeah. I don't like the way um, I was portrayed. I think that I mean maybe those these things don't rise to my level. You know, maybe sure. our yeah. producers yeah. T- don't <laughs> let us know. Some but succession I don't session style. Yeah, yeah. Mary. There's there's <laughs> files that are being uh, deleted what? right now. But uh, no, I don't. Yeah, and. I Again, like we we were always doing that. We there was always weird relationships with sons and fathers, and that was part of like mm-hmm. what right. made us laugh. And it wasn't it, it was wasn't kind of like almost like a uncanny valley type thing where you would mm-hmm. feel like, am I reading into this? Right? Or is there yeah. anything there? That well, I'm like, and I always thought that like if we were somehow encouraging of pedophilia, we were somehow <laughs> into that. Why would we be making fun of it? Like yeah, why would we be getting right. like why would we think it? We, we're doing it because it's it's grotesque or yeah it's, or even 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 talking about 
the friendship that a father and son have or what, you know, whatever that is like Mm -hmm. me adopting a, like thinking having a child is sort of this prize or I don't like in our movie, we did that where I was like really obsessed with having this son Mm -hmm. in the movie and sort of stole him from this. And, and, and then there was a scene in the movie with the diarrhea where Eric was getting shit on by all these kids in a bath. Oh yeah. (laughs) Shrimp. Shrimp. And it's sort of like, this is not, uh, where these are no, this is not any kind of endorsement of any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is this is meant to be horrific or meant to be absurd or, you know. So, anyways, you know, within within all that political stuff, there was always this thing where like you guys are endorsing pedophilia and stuff, and it's just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, let's go through this on every level. I'll explain yeah. to you why it's right. not that because it's kind of like the, on them, really. It's like you're reading into it right. in that way, yeah, in a sense, because you. You know, you don't really step over a line generally. Yeah. What is what's the really a lot of the people you had in the show um, are sort of like, you know, not necessarily actors. No, they're kind of like uh, like David Liebehart. Right. Pierre. Like yeah. you could go f- find them. Yeah. Like, like I didn't realize that at first. But then, of course, you start finding like they're doing that. Anyway, in the real yeah, world anyway yeah what's the relationship just so with, like see with david liebhardt outside the Hollywood well david liebhardt's an exception i think from everybody else in the show because almost everybody because he is his own performer he's his own you know personality that that almost in the beginning we just treated him like he was a like the musical guest if, if our show is yeah. saturday night live <laughs> uh-huh. he was the musical guest and we kind of accentuated it with helping him write these songs or direct sort of like you know pushing him in a certain direction um but you know we always like looked at casting from the perspective of not hiring anybody that came out of a sketch group or Mm -hmm. you know was interested in doing sketch comedy or anybody that was kind of cool um it was just like i think the it was like finding the right person that felt genuine in a way um but also yeah you know playing into the bad acting world if if it if if the sketch warranted that if it was supposed to be you know a bad commercial for a shitty product we didn't want that to be like a couple of young funny guys with Mm -hmm. gray wigs on you know (laughs) and bad fake mustache or something we're like cast some old guy that would be in a bad commercial that was not a good actor you know so um you know, it was, and then, you know, we would shoot, uh, there's some people trying to think of the worst example of it. There's some people, you know, the worst example of something we did, I think that goes really up to the line would be this, (laughs) this show called, uh, um, what is it? Uh, all dolled up. And it was these two guys that were kind of, uh, background actors. And they were usually sometimes background actors on our show that we brought in because they were they would just terrorize our crew with boring <laughs> stories from when they worked on MASH and I worked I used to do it it just they had this kind of mm-hmm. this um, arrogance to them that was so mm-hmm. unwarranted undeserved <laughs> right. and they were just characters and they were but they were nice guys and they were up for anything and we had this sketch where it was basically we would shoot them kind of undercover. Uh, <laughs> we, we, you know, without them knowing uh-huh. while this makeup was being applied, all this clown makeup was applied to their face. Oh. And the idea was would yeah. they, would, if we just sort of said, uh-huh. we're going to start in 20 <laughs> minutes, you guys just relax. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some makeup on. And we sat them across from each other. Would they just naturally go into stories 
with each other. Yeah. Because we felt that they were the same kind of personality type where they just go, yeah, you know, I used to work with, uh, you know, Alan Alda and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then they would get competitive with, with yeah. their stories. And that's exactly what they did. And they started just going into these really, without us saying a word. And Eric and I, were, yeah. were, we were hiding, just going like, this is the greatest thing ever. I could watch these uh -huh. guys do this for hours. And then we kind of cut it into the show. And by the, then the, then... When we were shooting it, the guys, our, our uh, producer would say, okay, Tim and Eric are here. And then we would shoot with them for 10 minutes and then go, mm -hmm. we got it. Let's, you know, mm -hmm. that's the end of the, sh the shoot. And they were just like, really? That was it? You know, they, and then, you know, they saw it and were, thought it was hilarious and it was not like a contentious thing. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking candid camera. Right? Yeah. It's hidden. It's like, yeah. But that was the only time we ever did that. Most of the, you know, 90% of the time it was, on the on the up and up and we would just have a good time with these people and did, they were just happy to did do relationships it. ever get strange with some of those dudes that would come on the show no i mean the only thing it would just be like they wanted to do more work yeah they would say when are we shooting more you know and we have to balance things out we had just kind of just say you know be be grateful that you're working and you know <laughs> We just shot something that you'll see soon with a couple of some of those people, and they're so funny in it, and they're so mm -hmm. good. Um, There's new David Liebehart stuff on Channel Five. Right? Yes, the yeah. I Love David, which is a beautiful. I think it's a beautiful show. It's just like really, yeah, a sweet show about that guy. And you know, listen, that guy's totally crazy. Yeah, right. But I think we have always loved crazy people, and think that you know, as long as you're not being mean about it, or you're not like being deceptive with them that yeah. you know there's something like they're not uh i i've always loved weirdos in art and i've been fascinated with that for mm -hmm. years and i think people you know all kinds of people uh i hate to say woody allen because he's such a pariah but you look at sure. old woody alley like so woody allen movies he's always putting interesting people in there that are clearly yeah. not actors necessarily they're just yeah. sort of interesting characters like what about martin scorsese's mom in uh, goodfellas one of the oh, great perform right. my favorite performances yeah. you know yeah she's just that's her that's her being right. weird and being herself like so we love love all that no i like prefer that to like you know right. glossy yeah over glossy yeah like, I'm, I'm except like you you know i do like euphoria but like <laughs> What a you pivot. know, you know that I do like. You know <laughs> I that I. Seen it, so yeah, I yeah. Comment. I mean, it it is all very like. This is something porn aesthetics. Brandon and, can't yeah. physically not bring up each episode. <laughs> it's a Just sponsor, a major sponsor, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sponsored keep, pivot. I keep uh, listening to the score, but yeah, no, like I mean, uh. Definitely, you see it on like every Danny McBride show. Also, like, yeah, just they'll yeah. They, they have smart eyes for casting. Right. Nobody, it's a nobody gets uh, nobody loses because yeah. everybody that that you see on TV, they're they're so excited that right. they're doing this. They're not being they're yeah, being it's not, paid, it's, and they're yeah, like it's not exploited. What else is what else is going on yeah. for them? I mean, it's like guys you had in it's Mr. Not America. Like, uh, oh, Dakar. Yeah. Where'd you find those dudes? I mean, Axia is a uh, is a, is exactly what you see there in a way. I mean, he he's not. We saw a headshot where we were looking for like a classic, you know, Hollywood, uh, uh, you know, Sunset Strip rocker yeah. guy. We saw his headshot. We we're like, this guy's this this is exactly what we're looking for. And he came in. He's Italian, and 
he brought in the other guy because they were in a band together. And, you know, at, at the beginning of that, we didn't know what to, no one knew what to make of each other in that relationship because yeah. he was just like, I don't know what this is, but you guys seem to like what I'm doing. And, but, but then we got to know the guy and he's like, you know, when I was in Italy, I used to do comedy. I did my own show and mm. now I'm just kind of on this path where I'm making music and he f- thinks it's hilarious. They love it. They love this weird second, this weird side career that they have where they're doing this stuff with us. And, uh, he's a, him and Manuel are genuinely like lovely people and come to all our events and, you know, we'd go on tour with them and stuff. And it was yeah. like, I would definitely consider him a friend, you know? So, um, but they don't, they look, they have a look that's really funny. That's yeah. That, yeah. That is their look. And it's funny to me cause, but maybe my look is funny to them. I don't know. Like I dress like a dad in, <laughs> right. in uh, you know, without, I don't know. It, there, there's certain, there's certainly judgment that comes into like me being judgmental of other kinds of people. Mm-hmm, that's sure. in all of my, our work, you know? Yeah. And it's sort of this uh, hierarchy of like what, what we think is funny or not funny. Yeah. But, and some people perhaps are offended by that, but. But I mean, I think that that's like how, um, I don't know that that was like a big part of like, I think how I formed my identity as a, the other thing is like, you know, we, Eric and I always said that in our, in our show, like we were also presented as crazy or, or not cool, you know, and not, it was never a show of like, like it wasn't like a Tosh, Daniel Tosh, like, look (laughs) at these guys, you know, we were in the muck. Like I was. Or even nude like it's, half the time, yeah, or I was not getting like, shit um, on, or you know, yeah, it was, it's not like the the whack pack right, on Howard Stern. Right, he's like, oh, we got yeah. Jimmy the retard, we got right. some yeah. freaks yeah. coming, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's not like it's not like that. I mean, I right. have to imagine though. I mean, when you find people like that who are just pure yeah. in their essence, where they're just like amusing, whether or not they know it or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then having a relationship with them is usually bizarre. <laughs> I love it. People. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's I'm there, sure the tours alone. The tours were probably too much for just pulling for, in <laughs> just too much. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause it's touring is hard and it's hard. It's hard when you're doing it with like very, you know, reasonable, responsible people when right. you're doing it with people who are legitimately like out of their minds. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's a, it becomes very ha- much harder. It becomes harder. Yeah. Um, it was like Qual going on tour. Yeah. And, and all of them. Yeah. And th- it was, it tur- you know, that was, I, I revisited w- the James Qual Bill Hader, like fake biopic. Oh, that recently, was good. Yeah. Which was great. Bill, H- Bill Hader's a great imp- impersonator. So he was right. able to <laughs> tap into yeah. James Qual. But, um, uh, I could sit and talk to some of those guys for, hours because it's fun and they're int- they're 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 not certainly not boring you know right. <laughs> like they have i mean i had uh well i i had i've mentioned this before but i did see david liebehart live once mm-hmm. and uh it was when i lived in dc and weirdly it was at it was at comet ping pong <laughs> Weird. Oh, wow. at Comet oh my Ping Pong. god, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, David Lee <laughs> did a is did Comet a show. Ping Pong still in business? Did yeah. they it survive that at, storm? Yeah, did me they and well, yeah, we went. We we, we didn't go in, but like me and you and Felix like took a photo outside, um, like after our show. Yeah. Um, just so I could be like, oh, ha ha ha! I used to work here as a kid, you know. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then that dude James Elefantes 
followed me. Oh my god! <laughs> like I, somebody had pointed it out recently. They were like, "Dude, uh, James Elefante." Wait, who's that? You. Like the Comet Ping Pong guy. Oh, he's like, uh, yeah, the guy that run, runs it, or the guy, <laughs> the guy that, who's like the conspiracy theory guy, the owner. Oh, of the owner. The, right. Yeah, he followed you on Instagram. Oh, he maybe thought you were but, a real employee. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I remember this guy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Here. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, but you know, whatever. It's but yeah, saw David Liebehart at <laughs> Comet Ping Pong. I met him at the Librea Tar Pits. I was just walk. I just moved to L.A. Yeah, I was walking with my mom, and I met him. And I didn't really know a ton about him, but like he was just 100. Yeah. percent He was talking about aliens, and, yeah, like yeah. talking well, to my yeah. mom a lot. He's right. around. Drew I us think pictures. Yeah. Most most people living in LA have you like, come across him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a survivor. I mean, he the yeah. guy works it and keeps keeps plugging away and keeps working and yeah. You know, obviously it's like we can't we don't have the power to just make people you know full-time employees or right. work and you know give them their own big shows or they're that's all they do you know it's yeah just, we're just uh but you know he seems get on pretty good yeah yeah he's 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 I guess. I plugging don't away mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah as we all as we all must as we all must Oh wait, so this is I I don't know if this is this is weird, but <laughs> uh like is this Pete Holmes podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, let's mm, fucking this uh, is, uh we're gonna make it yeah, weird. You you made it weird. Mm-hmm. Uh oh well I yeah, I can't I used to listen <laughs> I used to listen pre pre crashing right. when I was like I think before I started doing stand up, but now I can't now I I retroactively can't listen now. Mm-hmm. Because of crash, <laughs> right? What were you um, gonna say? Sorry. Oh, but uh, years. So like, I think like we. I feel like we officially met via Tim Robinson's show. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that was right. like the first time that sure. we had like talked uh-huh. like one on one or whatever. Right. Where you know, well, that was like the first time where I felt like comfortable. Oh, you know? okay. Where apologies I was like, okay, created, like apologies if I created. No, no, no. I mean, it's just moments for you. No, just because I was like, I had been like a fan as a kid, and it right, just never felt like my place, you know. Yeah, respectful. And then, respectful right. of my. Uh, I was respectful seniority of your seniority. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to pay your dues. And then Brandon. we, you know, we like did that sketch and talked a little bit. But years ago, uh, me and and it's weird because it, it was also it's it was me and Adam Friedland. In D.C. Adam Friedland. Friedland from uh, one third of Cometown, frequent okay. Chapo guest. Pardon, I don't know a lot. I don't. Didn't, I don't you know don't, him. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Don't yeah. Know every, I don't, I'm very out of the loop on he's a lot on, of things. He's on Chapo. A lot. Okay. Um, I listen to my episodes of Chapo. <laughs> you listen to your episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if he's um, not on those, I'm lost. But anyways, continue. Yeah, but years ago we had. Uh, I think it was. Were you on the like the Comedy Bang Bang tour? Yeah. Yes. One so one year, yeah. One year, yeah. You were on the Comedy Bang Bang tour uh, that year in DC, mm-hmm. and we had like uh, you and his uh, his girlfriend at the time, like she didn't know who you were, uh-huh. and so like we were all th- we were all backstage, and like me and Adam were like full like comedy nerd mode. Why were you backstage? I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know yeah, who. Yeah, weird question. This is like. I think we you had been doing. Backstage? We had not snuck backstage. Yeah. We had been doing comedy. We and a I, gun. I think we like the organizer the had like invited us, okay. had like given us passes, 
And then you had like come over to Adam's place like oh, afterwards. Really? Yeah. That he is had, ringing a bell. Yes. Like, and why did I do that? I think just because it was like out of boredom and boredom and loneliness. Just show boredom. Yeah, I was like, what's is <laughs> anyone? Like, what's going on? Yeah, is anyone doing anything? I mean, that's how I do you know. Remember that? Yeah. That's, so you guys fully chilled. Yeah, but like we didn't. I think me and Adam were too like, we we were like uh, I don't you know like we were like weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I was probably also like showed up and thought, oh, I'm at like a college party basically. Right. Yeah. It was like a college hang, yeah. and I'm. At that age, I'm um, at that time probably like thirty-eight or something, married and right. Uh, what, however old I would have been there, not it wasn't that long ago. It was probably like six, right. seven years ago or something. Like but, I think it was like me and Adam like smoking a spliff. Right. Like, <laughs> well, he, oh, dude, he came over. <laughs> right. Um, Nobody believes. Yeah. Being like, like, yeah. There was. I mean, when you <laughs> when you tour, there used to be like this feeling of like. You do do a show like well, all right now yeah. what you gotta go out like it's gonna right. get, get a drink somewhere let's get food yeah is there somebody having people over yeah now I feel like I just go to my room and yeah you know, go to bed that's the can, way that's you know? probably the way there's to there's go. nothing fun going on that right. you're gonna you're not gonna have a good time yeah anywhere but I'm sure I was it was nice to be out I mean I like talking to people generally like sure especially younger people and. Yeah, and figure out what the hell's going on. What are people into? Like, figure out, you know. But so I hope I wasn't. I hope I was uh, pleasant no, enough. No, no, you were. Yeah, you weren't uh, mean. Right. No, I. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know that. No, yeah, I never. <laughs> I, I never told you. Sorry. I never told you about that. Back at Adam's old uh, spot that doubled as like a. Uh, it was like a DIY, a DIY space or performance venue. Yeah. Yeah, I like talking um, to fans i like talking to people i mean it, it depends like if i do a show that's let's say there's a thousand people at the sure. show it i we decide like you can't like hang out yeah. afterwards because then mm -hmm. it's like a two-hour photo session to, right. that's not fun and yeah. it does get like pointless yeah but and you that's know, a, if you stick yeah. around after all sit and talk and we can you can talk to me about whatever it's right you know, if you say so, if you start just quoting my work, I yeah, go, that'll All right, I'm going to go now. I don't <laughs> right. want to hang out here. <laughs> well, that's like a weird thing when you're on when you're on tours, you'll you'll meet people who uh, are in an attempt to impress you mm -hmm. will act the way that you the, they think you want them to act yeah. or like emulate how you act on right. the TV or whatever. Well, I, I just saw. We could close on this maybe, but I saw yeah. this beautiful Nick Cave Q&A show that he's been doing, this yeah. in conversation with Nick Cave, where he plays some songs and then he takes questions for, it was like a three hour experience. I was like, yeah. this is a great idea for a show, like for yeah. the right kind of artist. Right. You know, you, it's a, what a um, interest, you know, the questions were actually surprisingly good. He's really fascinating, fascinating story, funny at times, very moving at times. Because, you know, he lost his son a few years ago. Yeah. And um, so he talked a lot about grief and trauma and all this. But he did, somebody was like, what is one of your songs that you, uh, that you, that are, that's most personal to you or something? Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, you know, you guys have much more of a connection to my music than I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I put, I make stuff, I put it out. And then it becomes yours. It becomes something that's personal to you. Sure. For me, I'm on to the next thing. I'm thinking about what I want to do next or I'm working on the next thing. Yeah. I find that a lot 
I mean, I, I'm proud of a lot of our work and I think it's, I enjoy it. I'm a fan of a lot of it, but I don't know it probably as well as some fans do. Sure. I've watched it way more, t you know, yeah. that, have, that yeah. much more personal to them, much more like connection to them and like, as I am about stuff that I'm fan, I'm a fan of, you know? Yeah. I just thought that was a interesting point and it certainly related to my own work that, I don't know if someone comes up to me after a show and starts quoting stuff, chances <laughs> yeah, are I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. 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 Well, I know what that is, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, if they're asking, it's like that classics, William Shatner, Star Trek sketch from Saturday night live right. where people are asking him very minutiae questions about, you know, details of the show. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right. Well, do you want to, any plugs? Just, you know, Mr. America is, you can rent it basically however you rent things on Apple or yeah. Google or on your cable system, on Xbox, Sega Genesis, uh, uh, Game Boy, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, get it out, get it out into the world. Tweet about it. Yeah. Hashtag Give it, it a positive review if you're yeah. a critic. I would say if it's if it becomes an entry into the on cinema world, you can go to oncinematimeline.com. dot com. Mm -hmm. This fan generated, which I recommend to you if you're not familiar with it yeah. all. This fan named Justin Gaynor built this website that is a chronological uh, way to experience the show, huh. and oh, it nice. also it's really well done because it includes the tweets that are associated with a particular episode. It's all broken out into different ways of experience it's like a, a very non i shouldn't say non-linear it's a very kind of immersive um way to dig into the show if not if you watch mr america and you think that's your kind of humor but i don't know what they're talking about go and watch go back to the on cinema timeline and dig in perfect great something we love and um yeah november 10th if you live in la come to the satellite i'm back i was gone you're back for bitch. two months. Back doing shows. Had a guest host, but I'm back September, uh, November 10th, Sunday, November 10th, at the satellite. Groovy. Um, all right, all right. Tim, thanks for coming on. Thank Pleasure. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.